Thank you for joining us today. We are going to be interpreting your thyroid lab results. You can have a better understanding of what you're looking at. So we're going to go over what the standard lab volume ranges mean, how they got them in the first place, and then what optimal ranges mean and kind of what different scenarios look like. So you can pair it up with your own and say, yeah, hey, that's me. That's exactly what I'm looking at. And I still get a lot of questions from patients, even though I have the lab and symptom checklist guide that all of you can go to my website and grab, download, have it at your fingertips, what the optimal lab values are. I still get questions like when someone sees a low reverse T3, they'll think that's bad and it's not bad. There are certain numbers that we want low. There are certain numbers that we want high when we're looking at your lab value ranges. So for those of you who don't know me and you're jumping on for the first time, my name is Amy Horniman. I'm a functional medicine practitioner and I specialize in treating thyroid conditions, hormone imbalances, and of course, battling weight and weight loss. So all of that ties back to your thyroid lab. So let's go over them. For those of you watching, you get to see this and you'll have a visual. For those of you listening on the podcast, you'll just have to kind of imagine or grab a piece of paper and write it down. That way you know what we're talking about, but I am breaking out the whiteboard. So let's talk first, TSH. Okay, so TSH is your thyroid stimulating hormone, and I'm going to try to make this universal. However, I know a lot of my listeners in the UK and Australia, you're going to have different conventional lab value ranges. So some of this, we're going to have to do percentages, or we're going to have to get you in the upper quadrant. So we'll say the upper third or the upper fourth quadrant of whatever range that you are given on your lab. Are you finally at your wits end where you are tired of dealing with doctor after doctor? Maybe you've spent thousands on integrative or functional practitioners that have not helped you at all because they don't know the thyroid and hormones. They're not even testing properly. So come work with myself and my team. We prescribe to all 50 states and parts of Canada. I have you covered. I've been building this team for years so that I could help you no matter where you are. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes, book a free application call. We're going to go over your current health situation, what worked, what hasn't worked, all the things. And then we will pair you up with the right program for you where we will do it all. You will come out the other side of the program, totally optimized, getting your life back. You're going to recognize the person you see in the mirror again. Doesn't that sound absolutely amazing? Well, it might sound like you don't even believe it, but I promise you, I promise you, we will take good care of you. So click the link in the show notes, book a call today, and we'll be talking to you soon. So when we're talking about conventional standard lab value ranges, they vary from lab to lab. And how we get these, how we get many of these is that they will take a sampling of a group of people and they are not filtering out people who are sick or who are healthy. So let's say we take this sampling and we say, okay, out of these 100 people, we're going to look at what their in general TSH is, what their in general free T3 is. But we're not factoring the fact that they're overweight, they don't work out, they eat like garbage. So we're looking at at people that are healthy and unhealthy to get this really big, wide 
conventional standard lab value range. And like I always say, it's kind of like the side of a barn. So if I give you a ball and I tell you to hit the side of the barn, you're going to hit the barn. You're going to fall into that normal WNL within normal limits. And then that drives you crazy because you're like, come on, please. I thought that something was going on. I thought I was out of range. I thought something is wonky with my thyroid. How am I quote unquote normal? And that is because the sampling that they take to get that conventional standard lab value range is huge. It is absolutely huge. So I want to pull up for you first, before I give you all of these, I want to actually pull up what the standard ranges are in general. I have most of them memorized because I've seen them so often, but okay. So for TSH, we are looking at usually around 0.4. Now, like I said, every lab can be different all the way up to 4.5. So TSH 0.4 to 4.5 optimal. Optimal where we find people are at their best. These are happy, healthy, fit people walking around, whether they are euthyroid, meaning they do not have a thyroid condition. They're just healthy with healthy thyroids. Or these are people that we have optimized on proper thyroid hormone replacement therapy. We'd like that TSH below a two. A lot of, a lot of healthy people actually be below a one. So between 0.5 and 1, that's where we'll see usually the best results, medicated, non-medicated. That's where people are really, really feeling their best with the TSH lab value. But we have to also take into account all the other lab values too, because we know, and I've said this many times, you've heard this from me many times, you do not diagnose and you do not dose based on TSH alone. If you do that, you will be screwed. You will be left in a hypothyroid state. You will su be suffered or suffering with symptoms, or you might not be diagnosed at all because you're going to be told that you're air quote normal. Okay. So going on to free T3, we normally see that at a two to a 4.4. Now optimal 3.5 or above. So you can see how you can very easily land. And I've seen some of them be 2.2 at the baseline. So you get flagged if you're actually a two, some of them go all the way down to a two. So you don't get flagged low until you're at a 1.9, but two to 4.4 is the free T3 standard lab value range. And really we know that you are going to feel your best at 3.5 or above. Now let's go to Free T4, 0.82 to 1.77, sometimes 1.8, sometimes it goes to 1.9. And we know that 1.5 to usually, or I say, or above, of course, we don't want you too high because that if everything is too high, that's indicative of hyper, that's a different subject, but 1.5 or above, let's just say. And we're going to go over scenarios too, so hang in there because some of you might have a low free T4 and be freaking out, but that's okay. If you're on T3 medication, your free T3 is good. Your TSH is below two and your reverse T3 is in the optimal range. So we will get to those scenarios in just a moment. So speaking of reverse T3, some labs start, I mean, some I've seen some start all the way down at like a six or a seven, um, some will start at a nine and go up to a 24 or a 25, way too high, way, 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 way too high. We really like this below a 12. I'll accept below a 15 in some points, um, in some, some different scenarios. And we'll go over those scenarios 
where even, you know, coming in at like a 13, 14 is okay. If your free T3 is optimal, if your TSH is optimal, if you feel good. So we have to take into account your symptoms as well. So we have to take into account symptoms as well as lab values. We'll get into that at the end. I just want to touch on what your labs mean first, right? So we can definitely look at total T3. I don't always order it, but sometimes it's really nice to see what that total T3 is. And I'll get to the percentages in a minute for my out-of-country viewers, the total T3 we want in that upper quadrant. So if someone comes to me and we happen to get a total T3 done and it's at, let's say, an 80, I mean, that even means that your free T3 is going to be in the basement if your total T3 is low as well. So total T3, we'd like to see about 150 or above if you're in this reference range. Um, I don't really care about free T or total T4, to be quite honest. Um, it's really just not all that important in the grand scheme of things because we like to look at the free and we like to look at the whole picture and we like to look at your symptoms. So that's more important than total T4. If it's ordered, hey, bonus, whatever. If it's not, I'm not really overly concerned about it. And then we have your antibodies, TPO, TGA. Those are usually, and I've seen this across the board. So thyroproxidase, thyroglobulin antibodies, I have seen that with the standard lab value range be less than 20. I've seen it less than 34. It kind of goes all over the place depending on what lab you use. But again, what's optimal? Zero. Zero, zero. We want no antibodies whatsoever. Now, sometimes we'll get a couple antibodies showing up. People will come in with twos or threes. Um, sometimes that's just lab error. Sometimes it's just picking up inflammation. Sometimes it's picking up antibodies from another autoimmune condition, which we still take into account because autoimmune begets autoimmune. So where we see one, we see more than one. So your TSH, we want that less than a two. The free T3, we want it 3.5 or above. So for my people that have a different range for free T3, and I've seen this when working with patients out of country, in, like I said, in the UK, in Australia, totally different range for free T3. We want it in the upper quadrant. So break whatever your range is into four and you want it in the upper quadrant. So let's just, let's just use some random numbers, right? Let's say zero to a hundred. I want you 75 or above. That's the upper quadrant, the upper quarter of what that lab range can be broken down into. And on the note of free T3, I say 3.5 or above. That does not mean that you have to stop at 4.4. Many people are optimized at a five. Some people are optimized at a six. Some people are optimized at a seven. And unless you're elderly, we really don't care what that free T3 goes to when you're feeling good. And as long as you are not experiencing hyperthyroid symptoms, then we we say, okay, hey, if you if you come to me and your free T3 is a is a seven and your TSH is, a, let's say, a 0.5, and we'll get into suppression in a second, and let's say your free T4 comes in at a 0.8, and your reverse T3 is a 6, and you tell me, I feel, I feel fantastic. My antibodies are down. Maybe they were high before, and they're coming down. Maybe they're at a zero. You feel fantastic. That means that you are at your optimal free T3 level. So yay. So 3.5 or above upper quadrant can you crest over the upper limit? Yes. 
Yes, you can, and you can still feel good even going over that upper limit of free T3. Because remember that T3 is your active thyroid hormone. That is what's binding to the cell. That is what's getting into the cell. That's what's giving you metabolism and growing your hair and strengthening your nails and giving you a mood and, and allowing you to sleep. All of that is working with your T3, your active thyroid hormone. So if this is a little bit elevated or you're on T3 therapy, that's what we, we, we want you where you are optimal. And sometimes it takes a little bit of trial and error to find that. Free T4, 1.5 or above. Again, the upper quadrant. So for my listeners overseas, you have to take your range and chop it up. And we'll get to where free T4 doesn't really mean that much if you're low in just a second. But in general, we're talking general terms here. Upper quadrant. Again, if you're going 0 to 100, you want to 75 or above. That's just an example, just the upper quadrant. Reverse T3, we want low. So TSH and reverse T3 are the two that we want low. Well, your antibodies, we want low too. So reverse T3 is, when that is high, that will drop your free T3 level and it will prevent T3 from entering the cell. I always like to use the analogy of a bouncer. So it's like a little bouncer outside of your cell and it's saying that the T3 thyroid hormone cannot get in. It's not allowed in has to stay out. So your free T3 will drop. Your total T3 might be just fine, but your free T3 will drop. Your reverse T3 will, will block the the action of the thyroid hormone. So we really want that below a 12. Now, like I said earlier, sometimes I will accept it below a 15 and many functional medicine practitioners will say under 15 is completely acceptable. And I will accept under a 15. I'll accept 13, 14, 15, as long as Free T3 is good, TSH is below a two, and your symptoms are down, and you're telling me that you're feeling great. If you're not feeling great, then we're going to look into what could be causing that reverse T3 to go up. Conversion issues will cause that to go up, so things like dysregulated cortisol, too high of insulin, estrogen dominance, um, a non-optimized iron and ferritin panel. So there's many things that will cause reverse T3 to go up, inflammation. I do have a separate video and a separate podcast on that. So I encourage you to go back and listen to that. We will put that link in the show notes so you can know exactly what pushes up your free, your reverse T3 anyways. And there's a variety of things that do so because it's a survival mechanism. When we're sick, when we're in the ICU, Reverse T3 will go up because it basically is telling our body, listen, you don't need a metabolism right now. The last thing you need to be doing is burning fat. You need to survive. But when we are surviving just fine and we're not in the ICU and we're not sick, we don't want reverse T3 elevated because it will do just that. It will drop your metabolism and it will prevent your thyroid hormones from working properly at the cellular level. Now, like I said, total T3, you know, if it's ordered, that's fine. Would I spend extra money on it? Um, no. But you want that 150 or above or again in the upper, yeah, upper quadrant as well. If I'm splitting in the fours, I mean, maybe even a little bit higher, really, really close to the top end of the lab value range for total T3 and TPOTG antibodies. We want it at zero. So many people are coming in with maybe a 16 and their doctors say, no, you don't have Hashimoto's. And I say, well, you have antibodies present. So that means at any point in time, those antibodies can crest whatever that lab value range is. Let's say it's 20 is the cutoff. Yeah, you can go to 21 pretty quickly. And then guess what? Hashi. So you're telling me with 16 antibodies, you don't have Hashi, but 20 you do. 
former little antibody guys makes the difference of a diagnosis. We want those at absolute zero, absolute zero. So let's go over some different scenarios that we can look at. I wish I could pull up my labs for you, but I kind of remember them. I posted them in the Attune Thyroid group. Oh gosh, this is probably right during COVID, March, April, something like that. And mine are pretty interesting to look at because if you were a conventional doctor and you looked at my lab values, you would see that you would say to me, you're hyper. You would say, we're going to drop your medication. You are hyperthyroid. And this whole scenario is not cool. But as functional medicine practitioner, as a thyroid expert, I know that it is cool. So because I am T3 only, and for many of my listeners, those of you on T3 only, or just taking T3 in general, if you're taking armor, if you're taking any kind of NDT, and maybe you're even taking NDT and you have that paired up with a little bit of, of T3, a little bit of leothyronine, a little bit of cytomel, that's going to A, push your TSH down. So that is going to suppress your TSH. It might be very, very, very suppressed. Mine is 0.007, I believe it was. Yeah. And I've seen that since in many of my patients, especially those taking T3 only, that that TSH level goes down. Now, we've said before that TSH can go down even on T4, even if you're stuck on Synthroid, stuck on Levo, and you're on T4 only that TSH can still go down, but it's more likely to be suppressed when you're on some kind of T3 therapy. We want it suppressed post-cancer. So if you you have been diagnosed with thyroid cancer, you had a partial or total thyroidectomy, we want that TSH suppressed to prevent new tissue growth. So actually that's really good when it's a 0.0 something. But when it's 0.00 something, doctors tend to freak out a little bit and call it hyper. And this is why we cannot use the TSH alone to diagnose or dose. You have to look at the big picture. So then moving on to free T3, not taking your T3 medication before you go and get your labs done. We like around 18 to 20, I prefer 24 hours without T3 in your system to get a clear and accurate picture of what your free T3 level actually is. That free T3 level can be, like I said earlier, a four or a five. So mine's around a 4.5 or five. That's my optimal. My free T4 is actually low. Why? Because I'm on T3 only. So if you give me T4 medication, that free T4 will go up, but my hypo symptoms will come back and my reverse T3 will go up. Hopefully you're following all this so far. So free T4 low, don't care. Why? Because free T3 is up. TSH is down. Reverse T3, mine was a six. Reverse T3 is below a 12. Antibodies are at zero. And last question, everyone, how do you feel? What are your symptoms? So if you have that panel, if you have those numbers for your labs and I ask you, how do you feel? And you tell me, ah, I feel like I'm crawling out of my skin and I'm jittery and I'm anxious all the time and, and I can't sleep and I don't know what's going on. Maybe you're pushing into hyper and you're losing weight uncontrollably and your hair is falling out. Maybe you're pushing into hyperthyroid. 
So we got to take a look at that. And then we also test for Graves disease in that case. If you have that number, if you have that, that profile of all those numbers that I talked about with TSH being low, free T4 being low, you're on T3 medication only, your free T3 is elevated, your reverse is down, your antibodies at zero. And you tell me that you feel great. Like you're at a, you're at a nice steady weight. Your energy is good through the day. You're not jittery. You're not anxious. You're pretty cool then we leave it alone. And we say that is your optimal because it all comes back to you as a person and how you feel. Now, I'll give you an example of my friend's mom just had a total thyroidectomy a couple of weeks ago. I didn't expect her TSH to elevate this high, but her TSH is a 35. Free T3 is actually flagged low. I think it was like 1.8. Free T4, I forget. Once I saw those two numbers, it really didn't even matter at that point. So to get those numbers down and considering it is post-thyroidectomy, what do you think she's put on? Levo. 112 milligrams of Levo, micrograms of Levo. So we need to see how she does on that, but we most likely will have to add in a little bit of T3 because a free T3 level that is low, that's kind of dangerously low, especially with an elevated TSH. So over time, and do you think they tested her reverse? No, they didn't. So over time, we will want to test her reverse T3 since she is taking T4. T4 converts to reverse. So we want to check that reverse and make sure that that's low. We want it below a 12 optimally. We want that TSH to come down. It has to come way, way down. And that has to drop under two. We do not want tissue growth. Actually, I would like it below a one, quite honestly. So that's going to take some time. But you can see with that picture, she swung from hyper. She was hyper with Graves, took the thyroid out. Now she's deep into hypo all the way to the other end of the spectrum. And that's an extreme case that I'm giving you. Another scenario would be someone comes in with a TSH of a 2.1, a free T3 of a 3, ah, almost there, not quite, a free T4 of a 1.4, almost there, but not quite, and then the reverse is 25. What do you think is happening? Does it even matter that they have good free T? I'm surprised they have a th three for free T3. I would expect it to be low, but it doesn't matter because their symptoms are that of hypo. They're gaining weight. They're tired. Their hair's falling out. They're moody. They can't sleep. They're in a hypothyroid state despite the TSH being just over that level, just over that optimal level, despite the free T3 being so darn close to optimal, be despite the free T4 being so darn close to optimal. The reverse is elevated. It's blocking the action. It's blocking conversion. And it's creating this hypothyroid state. So subclinical, maybe, but it's creating hypothyroid state. So to get that reverse down, we have to look at all the factors that come into play. We have to look at the cortisol. We have to look at the iron. We have to look at insulin. We have to look at estrogen levels. And we may have to add in a little bit of T3 to bring the T3 up and reverse T3 down. Hopefully that's all making sense for you guys. Okay, so another scenario. TSH. Let's say TSH is coming in suppressed. It's coming in at a 1, right? Your free T4 is coming in at a 1.5. Reverse is a 12, no antibodies whatsoever, but your free T3 is a 1.8. That's a problem. T3 is the active thyroid hormone. We need that to get into the cells. 
Now, this person presents with no weight gain. The only issue is low energy and definitely gut issues. What do you do? You still add in a little bit of T3 because we want that free T3 number to come up. I don't care about the other numbers. Yes, they are optimal. The most important is that free T3. It's in the tank. It's getting dangerously low. We have to think about your cardiac situation. We All organs, every single organ, including your heart, needs T3 thyroid hormone. We got to get that up. Got to bring that up for health, for life, for energy, for digestion, for constipation. So there's a variety of different scenarios that we can give you and that you may fall into, but the bottom line is who are you and what are your symptoms? That's the most important factor in all of this. If you feel great with suboptimal thyroid levels, not the free T3 being low, but if you feel great with suboptimal thyroid levels, maybe we let it go. Maybe we say, okay, if you're, if you're feeling good, then you just keep riding it out. If you feel like garbage with a whole bunch of hypothyroid symptoms and you have almost darn near optimal thyroid levels, we pay attention to you because you're a person and you have symptoms and we have to get to the root cause of what's causing it. Maybe it's your thyroid, maybe it's something else, but let's take it into consideration. Maybe your optimal is not the functional optimal. Maybe your optimal, even though you're cresting 3.5 or the free T3, your optimal is a five and we need to get you a little bit higher. I know that understanding your lab values and where they fall in the conventional standard lab value range and then the targeted functional optimal range is very difficult because you're hearing things from a ton of different sources. You're hearing things from your doctor. And I'll tell you, even those we recommend using all the labs when you don't have insurance or your insurance is not covering certain labs, um, or you're going to get a huge copay, you're going to get a $500 bill or a $1,000 bill. We do recommend using Ulta, but please keep in mind that Ulta does not give you optimal ranges. It's still giving you the standard conventional ranges. Now, each lab is different, but Ulta labs, as great as they are, and we as functional medicine practitioners recommend them to patients that need that, or if we need a certain marker here or there, uh, that your doctor won't test. A lot of you are struggling getting your doctors to even test reverse T3, so you have to order that yourself. Please note that you're still looking at it from a conventional standpoint in Alta, and you still need what is optimal. You still need the optimal ranges at hand to be able to compare your labs to what you're seeing on your lab work and what that range actually is. So I know it gets confusing. The worst thing possible is when you get that call back saying your WNL, you're within normal limits, your lab work looks fine, there's no problems. That's where you need someone skilled to look at it with you and to paint that whole picture and to take you into consideration. So that's what I do when I'm working with patients is we sit down and we look at all that. And that way we can build a treatment protocol for you and change your medication if necessary, and, and look at the other factors that are driving certain lab values wonky, up or down, or where they're not supposed to be. That way, it's a little bit less confusing for you. But I hope this session, our time together here, has given you, has given you a little bit of direction, a little bit more confidence in looking at your own 
set of labs and definitely go to in the description or in the show notes, you will see the link to the lab and symptom checklist. If you haven't grabbed that yet, I urge you to do so because that will give you all the different labs that you need to order. Make sure that your doctor orders all of those too. You need all of them. We just went over all of the standard ranges and optimal ranges, even for my peeps in the UK and Australia, remember the quadrants, but you have to get them all. I know overseas that you have a hard time getting reverse T3. You normally have to pay out of pocket for that, but I encourage you to do so so that you have that whole picture. Without all of those labs, there's no way we can have that entire picture of what your thyroid is doing and we can't accurately pair that up with your symptoms. Now, are there other labs that I would like to get? Yes, that's a total other video. That's another podcast. We will get to that. But this, I just wanted to focus, focus, focus on those thyroid labs because so many of you are questioning when you get your labs back, you're questioning your, your well, your reverse T3, let's say it's coming in and it's flag normal, but you're at an 18 or you're at a 20. Um, some of you panic when your reverse T3 is low. I say, no, 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 that's good. Some of you panic when your TSH drops low because your doctor panicked and said that you're over-medicated. No, no, no. Let's not let them drop your medication out when you're feeling good. So hopefully this helps you to understand a little bit more. Thank you so much for listening to the Thyroid Fix podcast. Please share this and any episode that you absolutely love on your social media platforms. And please give me a review. It is so appreciated. It just gets the message out even more. Now, as a disclaimer, we know that this is just intended for educational purposes only and is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical condition. You can always consult your healthcare professional with any questions. If you want to reach out to me, you can go to my website at amyhorneman.com. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Amy Horneman Nutrition. And you can subscribe to my YouTube channel to see live videos and all the good stuff that I put out through the week. In addition to this podcast, just search me on YouTube and subscribe to my channel. 